Hi there, it's Caitlin here, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to speak to those ELA teacher listeners who may not know a whole lot about EB Academics, where we came from, what our mission is, or our why behind what we do. To put it simply, Jessica and I were both ELA teachers in middle school classrooms, and together we knew there had to be a better way for teaching, not just sustainably, but to make it actually enjoyable for ourselves. And this is why we set out to develop the EB Writing Program and the EB Teachers Club. Our mission is simple, help middle school ELA teachers take back their time outside of the classroom by providing them with engaging lessons, planning framework, and support so that they can become the best version of themselves, both inside and outside of the classroom. We know firsthand the burden that educators carry daily, and we want to help teachers find that work-life balance they so desperately need and deserve. This all starts with a decision to make a change. Even just a small one can have a huge impact on your teaching career. So if you think you might be ready to try something new because you know you simply cannot continue the way that you have been, then I'd invite you to take a moment to check out the EB Writing Program or the EB Teachers Club by visiting the links in the description of the podcast. We know if you are hearing this message now, then you are already working on improving your craft. With that being said, we hope you know you are capable of change. Teaching doesn't have to be life-draining but it can be life-giving. We hope you continue to support you inside one of our programs. And in the meantime, we'll see you back here on the podcast each week. Does a workshop model really produce the best readers and writers? This might be a question that you have asked yourself time and time again. And in the next two episodes, we have a part one and a part two where we will be addressing this question because I'm sure it seems like there's a lot of people who feel this way if you do a Google or Pinterest search and see teachers sharing like their anchor charts with what good readers and writers do or pictures of their writing brainstorm lists using a seed and watermelon metaphor, whatever it might be, right? And I understand if you think that the workshop model helps produce fabulous readers and writers because so many teachers in the online space are telling you that or sharing that narrative for you, right? But I want to ask you the following question. Does every teacher who uses a writing workshop model with their students have a class that's full of strong, critical writers whose writing flows effortlessly and who makes, you know, the grading a breeze like it's so easy? Of course not, right? That's not the reality. So I want to just focus on writing for a bit. If you are only using a writer's workshop model with your classes, you run into the danger of a few things. You might run into students treating independent writing time like social hour. This definitely happened to me in my classroom. You might run into students lacking the knowledge of how to effectively give constructive criticism to their classmates' writing. That's going to leave you with a waste of a peer editing class period with comments on students' papers like, it's good, or I liked this part. You might have something where one or two students are completely dominating the writing uh, discussion right, your class discussion that you're having. And others in the class are totally tuned out to the repetitive mini lessons. They're over it, right? They're done. When students do write, the actual writing might drag on for weeks and weeks, sometimes months I've seen in classrooms. And you just hope that students are, gosh, please, applying the skills from those mini lessons. Or perhaps students aren't getting much individual attention to help improve their writing, So you're not entirely sure what to expect from those final drafts. So I want to tell you a story of a narrative writing workshop unit that I witnessed that literally dragged on for two months in a classroom, and it followed the workshop model with the homeroom teacher. So day one, 
was a mini lesson that was about big ideas, snapshot ideas, and then students listed a whole bunch of different topics to write about. So things like the time I broke my arm or the time I broke my leg or when I went to the beach this summer or my family, et cetera, whatever it might be. And immediately, I could tell that it was going to be this long, drawn-out unit just based on those topics. Day two was a mentor text with a strong lead, and then students had to go back to their brainstorm and write a lead. And slowly, they started to craft a narrative, right? Each day, they were learning a mini lesson and then going back to their rough draft and attempting to apply the concepts from that mini lesson to their own writing. But what happened What happened was mid-unit, when the mini lessons were about strong dialogue and descriptive sentences and transitions, students had to go back to that rough draft and try to squeeze all of those techniques back into the beginning of their narrative that they wrote eight days ago, as well as the paragraphs that they wrote yesterday that make up the middle of their narrative. And what happened was, is their writing was a jumbled mess and completely had lost focus. And it's like, when that happens, you're just praying oh my gosh, please let this unit be over, right? You just want writing to end. And maybe that's been your experience. And honestly, in these cases, students are over it too. Students are repeatedly asking you in situations like this, like, oh, when are we gonna be done, right? And in this case, in this specific example, and perhaps in your own experience too, students aren't using a framework that they could follow. And what happens is that results in narratives that are basically, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then on repeat. And with so much of that workshop model being independent work, so many of those students went too far in the wrong direction in terms of their writing. And it was incredibly hard to help keep them focused with their writing. And let's face it, the unit being set up like that made writing a chore for students. And then you grading their writing as a teacher is an absolute freaking nightmare, right? So clearly, not a fan of the workshop model, and neither is Jessica. This is a mutual feeling between the two of us. And we really just, based on our experience, it just we haven't seen it work in the past. And so I want to talk about what could you be doing, right? What are teachers doing that have classes filled with strong analytical writers who know how to confidently write an engaging, focused narrative or a critical and logical text-dependent essay? Three things. Number one is they are using a clear and proven framework that shows students how to actually write an essay or a narrative. Number two, they are spiraling back and reviewing the parts of essay writing throughout the year. So they're coming back to it time and time again. And number three, students are writing more and more essays throughout the school year. So I want to break that first part down about using a clear and proven framework. And if you know anything about us at EB Academics, we love frameworks for basically everything that exists. It's so helpful just in life in general. So starting with a proven framework, students need to know the path that they are taking when it comes to writing. What are all of the parts of the essay that they're going to be writing about? How can they move through it step by step? That's why a framework is so crucial is because it provides direction for our students. So for narrative writing, that might look like an overview at the start of the unit, showing students how a narrative includes a lead, an exposition, moves into the rising action, which will contain transitions, dialogue and descriptive details, then it leads to the climax, etc., right? Students need explicit direction and guidance to write that narrative, not just independent writing time each day where they should be applying a mini lesson. That just doesn't happen, right? And that direction and guidance that we're giving them 
that's going to be that reliable, proven framework that students can refer to anytime that they go to write. So when students are just set off on their own to apply the concepts from that day's mini lesson, it's important to consider if students really do have the skills to do that application on their own, right? And if they don't, we've got a problem. So I want to go back to that classroom that I was telling you about earlier that followed the workshop model. It was incredibly frustrating when students sat down to write independently and they had pages and pages and pages of like hard work of writing, but it wasn't logical. Instead, they were attempting to add in transitions, more description like their teacher said, but it was an absolute mess. Some students said their writing was fine the way that it was, right? They're like, nope, I'm good. I already have enough description. Other students were adding so many sensory details that I couldn't even tell you what their topic was because the writing had so many things in it that it had completely lost focus. We all know that type of writing that I'm talking about. Part of you is like, is this good or is it not? Because I don't even understand what it's saying. And then students begin to dread these types of writing projects as they drag on and on and on. And then when the unit's finally over, it's like that was it for the whole year in this particular case. This class never revisited narrative writing again. That is not serving our students in the way that we could be serving our students in our writing periods with them. And so this leads me to my second point about how effective writing teachers are always spiraling back and reviewing the components of a narrative or of a response to literature or a persuasive essay, whatever it might be. They're constantly coming back to those components, right? Once students have gotten down the basics of a writing framework and they can do it independently, the next step is revisiting those concepts of leads or evidence or justification or whatever it might be and keeping it fresh and relevant in students' minds. So teachers can take that essay students wrote and now focus on lessons that will help improve each step in the framework. So if it's a narrative, you could do a mini review lesson on, a, on leads, right? A few weeks later, after students have already written their full narrative, you come back to it. And then a few weeks after that, you do a review, a mini lesson on endings, whatever it might be. And for example, if it's a response to literature, right? You could do a spiral review lesson about effectively combining the tag that we teach at EB, right? Title, author, genre, or a summary of the introductory paragraph so that the writing flows better, right? You're coming back to those skills time and time again as many lessons throughout the school year. Because simply put, when students use a framework and when they participate in spiral review lessons that align with the framework, you will see results for your students, And then finally, students have to have more than one opportunity to write a particular type of essay in order to be effective writers. They can and really should be writing multiple essays all year long, right? Think about with any other skill that we do. Do we do it once and become good at it? No, not even kind of, right? Not even the 10th time, 15th time, whatever it might be. It takes repetitive practice to become good at a skill. And so what are you supposed to do if your school requires you to follow a writing workshop model and you feel this way about all of the things that I've said, the units drag on, your students struggle with producing anything that's passable? What are you supposed to do, right? What are you supposed to do if the writing units take so long that there's literally no time in your year to have your students write more than one narrative or one persuasive essay? I want you to make sure that you check out part two of this podcast series that airs next week because I'm going to answer these questions and then I'm going to share with you an actionable writing plan that you can finally feel confident about using. So I'll see you next week on the podcast. We'll get into part two where I answer that specific question.